So, all right. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Front Row Negative, the podcast. It is still Halloween season, and is that time of year for us where we kind of uh, name some horror movies, fight them out via popularity, and see which one comes out on top. We've got different brackets this time with different guests, but we're keeping the guests surprised because we don't want certain fans of the show or people <laughs> playing in our contest to try to DM these guests to sway them their way for their picks. Of all the There's things a- you can slide into DMs for, it's the sway fucking votes on the horror bracket. When free stuff is up man. to grab, people will do whatever they can for free stuff. <laughs> Last year we had that Mondo print, and when as soon as when I, and whenever I announced that, we got a lot more entries in. So Crazy. that happens. The struggle so, bus always pulls into the station, doesn't it? Pretty much. So basically, Jeez. I'm keeping the guests a secret. The only people who know are me, Chris, and that guest. And so Let's introduce. I'm Aaron. Oh, I'm Chris. Oh, by the way, when you introduce the podcast, you go, uh, <laughs> this is the FRM podcast. And I was yes. like, I'm Ron Burgundy. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yes. Our guest, who is a return guest, uh, if you are like us and you really love horror films and you're really into the scene in Houston, you've seen this guy around and you know, he's, got, he's got some pokers in the fire. You know, I mean, he's got a few things going on. You may have heard of it. The Houston, uh, Houston Horror Film Fest. Our, our, our esteemed guest, Scott Fontenot. How you doing, buddy? Very happy to be back. Uh, thanks for having me back on, man. I was looking forward to, uh, to my return. Yes. Triumphant return. <laughs> <laughs> Triumphant return. Uh, sure. We actually haven't really spoken since the film festival. No. So well, was, I'm, uh, I, I, tried, I think I tried reaching out before, but you were really busy after the, after the event. Yeah. Yeah, and we, me and Chris, we just quickly recorded a aftermath thoughts. Uh, yeah, yeah. Show. Yeah, I did uh, check that out. Uh, we we gave we gave our highs, we gave our lows of what we thought about everything. I mean, overall, we love the event. Uh, right. So that's out there still. That's still on our uh, our Podbean account. Uh, but yeah, we but yeah we haven't really talked since then. But since it is Halloween, the spooky season, and we all love horror movies. Thought this would be a great time to bring you back on. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Like I said, I'm very glad to be back. I'll be looking forward to it though. And uh, a good time the last time. Yeah, and and uh, tonight's bracket is uh the wild cards. That's me, right up my card. alley. The wild card, baby. <laughs> the wild cards. The Basically. unpredictable Scott Fontenot is here to help us with the unpredictable. Uh, Wait, bracket, pretty much. All these movies are just random horror movies. They could be sequels. They could be prequels. They could be the the OGs. Thrown it into a randomizer, it picks what it picks, and I listed down here. And we got some good ones, we got some terrible ones, we got some matchups that might get hard to decide, but we got some matchups that are going to be heavily one-sided. Yeah, uh, <laughs> at least at least in the first round. <laughs> at least in the first get round. to the later. Yeah, once we get to the later rounds, it might be a little more difficult. But so, speaking of the Houston Horror Film Fest, how was it for you? Like. Oh, it was, it was, uh, honestly, it was just uh, seeing our growth within less than two years was honestly emotionally overwhelming Mm -hmm. for me that weekend. Uh, That Saturday, I think we had 10,000 people that came through the door that Saturday, which uh, considering less than two years ago, our first event was 250 people uh, in a hotel ballroom. It it was pretty amazing to see how much it had grown. Uh, But overall, it was a brand new venue, so I hadn't learned it yet. We had Mm -hmm. 60% new vendors. We had 120 vendors this time compared to, you know, 60 the last time. Yes. Uh, yeah. Festival. And uh, 
so there's there's some, some a learning curve that we went through that weekend, of course. But all in sure. all, it was it was an incredible weekend. All the feedback was just amazing from everybody. Yeah. So we're just already got the dates planned for next year. It's going to be uh, second weekend of August next year. Same venue, Houston Marriott West Chase. Uh, well, at least be there for another year. I think ten thousand that Saturday is pretty much the max they can handle there in a single day. Oh, wow. Okay. So we'll be wow. we'll be there at least uh, one more year for sure. But I like the size that it was. I, 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 sure. You know, I don't know if I want to grow a whole, whole lot more too fast uh, than what we were able to achieve that weekend. But uh, it, it was just, it, it was a phenomenal event, man. We, we you know, one of the things that occurred to me, man, and I apologize, I, it's just, I was very yeah. excited to go because it's, having something like this in your backyard is really a lot of fun. Uh, you know, and it's just cool to be able to go and not have to get a hotel and all this shit. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, like, what, what really I thought was really cool that really caught me off guard. And I think I told Aaron when we walked by it, I was like, they had that VR uh, haunting yeah, experience yeah, in that one saw, little hall yeah. right there. I was yeah. like, fuck, man, that's pretty cool. I don't think I've seen anything like that at a con before, you know? Because, no, like, no. at Disney World, at Disney Springs, they have this uh, VR thing like that for, like, Star Wars. Uh-huh. And I thought, man, that's pretty cool that you're bringing something like that here. Especially, I don't know if you ever jumped on one of those things, man. Those That shit can be pretty... Uh, I can disorient <laughs> you pretty quick. Yeah, yeah I was watching that. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching a few people go through it. It was it was pretty funny. And, you know, we were he wanted to set up in the middle of one of the showrooms. And I was like, nah, I think oh, this no, is going to no. work out. If I give you this full size room right here with absolutely nothing in it, this is going to be yes. perfect right here. Yes. And, and it, it went really, really well. It was cool because we had the VR haunt then plus all the other haunts from uh, from the Houston area just all in a row. Just yep. having a good time, man. It was man, really I really feel like you should reach out to the like the, the they, we have the Houston staple of haunted houses have been, you know they're uh I can't and their name excuse me but they've been they do like every phobia? year like phobia, phobia and stuff like yeah. that you yeah. know haunted by you whatever like I feel like those guys should get together with you in like in one of those halls like create a quasi small haunted house to kind of yeah. advertise well, you know what I mean I think yeah. that's also up to the hotel itself what what they can and can't do oh, right that that. Sense, yeah okay. yeah but it just like I said it was our first time in that venue so I had to kind of get an idea of what we were going to be able yeah, to do. Uh, what was really amazing is what impressed me the most is funny. Cause I went to an anime, I spent the weekend there for an anime convention uh, the month after mm-hmm. the hotel staff was so happy with the way the event went. They, they told us that our fans, the F and B manager, he's been there for 10 years. Yeah. Told me that our attendees were the best behave and best people they've had in the 10 years he's been at that hotel. So it was wow. absolutely amazing. They, they were totally overwhelmed. I, I have not paid for a drink or a meal at the hotel <laughs> since that weekend. Hell yeah. Because Even they better. want us back so bad. It, 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 is, it is unbelievable. You know, well, I, I, think, I, I, I think that with horror fans, we have boundaries. Like we have our own personal boundaries when, mm-hmm. as, we do, as we do fan interactions. Versus anime fans, they don't really have a lot of boundaries because they want to act like their character that they're watching. With horror fans, <laughs> yeah. when they're acting like the character that they're watching, those characters are usually standoffish outsiders and very not to draw attention to themselves. Right. So it's a completely different aspect of horror fan versus sense, anime yeah. fan. Well, the, the other big difference with the hotel, and I saw this that weekend that I was there for uh, that other anime <laughs> convention, is uh, anime fans don't spend money. <laughs> no, that it's is also true. true. It's that mostly true. a younger crowd and everything. Horror fans Dude. are collectors and yeah. they spend money. Holy uh, shit. And, and, and the best example I gave is uh okay, for our event, 
the ATM ran out of money every day, twice a day. I mean, yeah. they, they couldn't keep the ATM stocked up. That anime convention, I saw one person use the ATM, and that was me. <laughs> the only one that I saw go to that ATM the entire weekend. And, uh, but yeah, it, the, the vendor room closed early and stuff uh, that yeah. Saturday. It was just, it, it was ridiculous. But, uh, wow. but yeah, the, the, the hotel was very, very happy with the way. They, I mean, we had people up. I mean, I'm one of those people, but we had people up till <laughs> five, six o'clock in the morning. Yes. I mean, that's, it was just, I heard. and there were, there was no trouble. There was no fights. There were no issues. Nope. It, uh, it, it was just a, a great, it's like a big family reunion, man. It, it was incredible. That's fantastic. Well, and, and uh, yeah, I think it's also the age bracket too, because anime fans are typically younger. They're in college. Yes. Yeah. They're broke. But I mean, they watched, they watched their anime either via the internet or an app. Right. Or their or buddy's Crunchyroll app or whatever. Or fans. We either buy the physical copy or we physical buy a subscription media, man. who get the physical copy. Yeah, exactly. Right. So two different aspects, two different age groups. Yeah, so. and just I want to throw one more thing in there. When you said that, all I could think of is all my years I've spent working in the, the comic book comic shop industry, you know, slinging like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Them dudes uh-huh. are the same ones that are into anime. And those, you're right. Them sons of bitches, they got no money. The new Pokemon will come out and they'll buy a box of it because they've been saving, you know, the, their money and whatever to get the uh-huh. box. And then they want to sell you the cards or trade trade you the cards for other cards right. you got in the case. And it's just like, a, it's just dwindled down process. So they just can't give you no cards no more. Yeah. I'm like, right. man, the pack's only three ninety nine. It's like, well, the fucking burritos are the You know, it's still the pack. Or it's still it, yeah. Dude, don't get me started. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay, Chris, don't get triggered over. Sorry, man. I'm not, look, dude. I think I'm the one who should be triggered about that. I have, I have two kids who love who collect that, and I was about to say you should know. Man, we live in Houston. Are you kidding me? Like, grown ass men are out there. Well, anyway, anyway, I'm yeah. not even. Listen, we're we're on a good foot. It's not. So, it's not. You know. And of course, okay. it just just one more thing, just in the spirit of Halloween. Of course, we do have we we have our pop up markets that we do too in yes. between all our events. And uh, we do have our Halloween pop-up market coming up. Second year over at Wildcatters, uh, uh, in uh, Wildcatters Saloon in Katy, Texas, yeah. which is such a cool venue. It has three stages, one inside. There's an outdoor stage behind the main bar, and then there's this huge field with a giant outdoor stage uh, for the larger concerts and stuff. So uh, we got that coming up. We're going to have about 60 vendors over there. Okay. Uh, we got several guests, as always. And it was funny because this is the guy that kind of was the brainchild behind us working with Wildcatters. Is Ari uh, Lim is going to be there. Okay. And he'll, okay be, cool. he'll be performing that night with his band First Jason, as always. Ari's always a, a hit with the crowd and everything. He's definitely a trip. Uh, and of course we got also performing that night. We got Corey Feldman coming down. Oh. Uh, he's going to be performing and doing a meet and greet after uh, that evening. His performance starts, I think at six o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. So, okay. uh, so right. he'll be coming down uh, from uh, curse of Michael Myers, which is uh, underrated. It's so funny how many people that's their favorite of the franchise is curse of Michael Myers. The absolute worst mask in the entire franchise. <laughs> <I'm not> saying, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, we got the, we got the shape himself from that movie. Michael Lerner's coming down, and Marianne Hagen's coming down. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Curse is, Curse is six. Yes. I think yeah. the worst mask is part four because he looks surprised and optimistic. Yeah. He's got <laughs> yeah, he's got eyebrows that. that arch up instead of arching down like he's angry. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Michael's always surprised. <laughs> so we got them we got uh paul taylor who honestly next to uh doug bradley i know there's only been three guys well now one woman also that has have played an iteration of a uh, pinhead but paul taylor yeah. by far was number two to doug bradley he did an incredible job yes. in uh hellraiser uh uh judgment 
Uh, Don Yeso, the mortal bus driver from uh, Hocus Pocus, is coming back down. He's a really, really great guy to meet. And then we got a Night of the Demons reunion coming up, which just okay. so happens part two is on the bracket. Uh, Amelia Kincaid's coming, Hal Havens and <laughs> Alvin Alexis. Uh, almost got Linnea. I talked to her uh, last week. Uh, Linnea broke her knee recently. Ooh, I heard about that. So, uh, I, I talked to her again. Like, I've been talking to her every week just to check on her, see how she's doing. Uh, mm-hmm. She got the she got the staples out, and she's actually getting around doing errands, but she still has a brace on and still can't bend her knee. And mm-hmm. she actually she starts she doesn't start she doesn't start physical therapy until uh, the fourteenth. So she's going to be kind of day by day, but I'm hoping last minute we might be able to bring her down too because her, uh, her she's always a hit, man. I mean, she it's Linnea Quigley, dude. It's, sure, yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it is so it's so funny. You know, I got into this and uh, I got into this uh, this industry with the conventions and stuff, mm-hmm. and there's so many. You know, growing up watching horror movies, uh, Monday I had Brink Stevens in the car. <laughs> you know, I, I went and I picked up. I went and I picked up Brink Monday and brought her over to. Uh, she was in town filming a movie with uh, Jimmy Summerall. Okay. And uh, and her brother, uh, her brother was too busy to. Her brother lives in Sugarland. Yeah. And uh, he was oh, too busy okay. to pick her up, so I, I told us, "I got you. Don't worry about it." So yeah. So uh, you know, when you think about, you know, I watched this woman on in these movies I'd rent over and over again when I was a kid. Now, now we're friends, and she's hanging out in my car. Yeah. You know, <laughs> picking her up from the That's airport. A strange world, man. So yeah. And I'll, I'll I'll be watching something like one night I was watching uh, Teaching Chong's uh, Still Smoking when they went to Amsterdam. Yeah. And uh, I'm watching it and it's the uh, the the, uh, the steam room uh, scene. And it Cheech is looking through the two way the one way mirror and he's watching these women walk up to the mirror topless and everything. And this woman walks up and I grab my phone and I text Linnea, were you in still smoking? And she goes, yes. And I just saw you in the mirror with Cheech. She goes, yeah, that was me. Oh, <laughs> but wow. it's so funny to that you know <laughs> it's like it's Linnea Quigley. This is the woman that danced on a damn grave at uh, Return of the Living Dead. It's just crazy. Well, Talk about you use your assets, you know, yeah. to the right way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, she she was in what nine Nightmare on Elm Street four as one of the yes, uh, one of the things in Freddy Krueger. Yeah, they yeah, have that print you can Krueger. get signed. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I remember that scene. I'm like, but who was that girl? And I'm like, okay, I got to figure out who this. Oh wait, it's Linnea Quigley. It's trash. Oh man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and Pete? one thing that bring one thing bring just did we were just talking about is they just got through filming a sequel to Sorority Girls in the Slime Ball Bolorama. Yes, they did. Uh, and she directed oh it actually. Oh, she directed she, it. She directed it and she does a cameo in it with uh with uh, Kelly Maroney. Yes. I think Michelle wow. Michelle's in it too. Michelle yeah, Bowers in it too. too. Uh, yeah, the trailer the trailer dropped today. And she's going to be doing publicity for uh Full Moon for a while. Full Moon's releasing yeah. that one. So yes, uh, it's on their it's part of their um. 10 deadly sins series where they're doing a whole bunch of uh immediate sequels to their classics uh-huh. yep. or uh, side yep. stories yeah so, yeah so uh so yeah so uh that, that'll be that's something to look forward to i'm sure that'll be a fun one uh full moon full moon has a lot of you know garbage <laughs> put out but they also they also uh, baby oopsie i loved i loved the three parts of baby oopsie that just came out that was just a funny funny ass movie man it was now, that, that's, that's pretty good so far uh, i i enjoyed their trophy heads that yeah. series that oh yes really good. yeah yeah and uh was it the ravencroft towers is really good too okay i haven't seen that one yet but uh that that one was kind of that one got overshadowed by the uh when they re, when they uh did little uh, puppet master little strike. little strike okay so it, it kind of got overshadowed by 
Puppet Master. But I was trying to I was fun. trying to get a buddy of mine to watch Littlest Reich tonight. Actually, he uh, oh, it's, I, it's I, fun. The kid, the kills in that movie are insane, dude. Oh, just... well, Chris, don't watch this movie until December. Yeah, the, the, okay. there's a scene. Don't watch it until yeah. December. Just okay. so, some of the kills are terrifier level kills. Yeah, really? uh, yeah. Some you would yep. not expect that they what they did. I wasn't expecting did. that movie at all because I yes. mean I, I love the Puppet Master series and it never got that brutal. And they ever. got they got wow. Sergeant Dingle from Reno Nine One One as the yeah. main lead. It's like yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Damn it. So for your pop up shot, they got two questions for your pop up shot. Yeah. One, how much is the mission? And the mission two. Is fifth- Oh, go ahead. And two is T-shirt Joe going to be there? Well, Joe's going to be there, of course. Joe's always <laughs> on our show, man. Joe, Joe just he just shows up and sets up. Uh, it's fifteen dollars admission to the event, but with that you get—I mean, we have costume contests, we have all the vendors, uh, and you get free concerts and a DJ all day. So you get to attend the Corey Feldman concert, the Ari Lemon concert, and also the DJ that we have during the day going on. And of course, I, I'm the host of the costume contest. We do children's and we do adults. It, uh, okay. It's a good time, man. Really, really good time. All right. Hey, that sounds like it's going to be fun. And hey, you get to meet Donatello afterwards. So that's even yeah. <laughs> and for what I understand, uh, what's his name? I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, I can find it real quick. His drummer is also an actor that has been in some horror movies, and he's going to be doing the meet and greet too. And I'm trying oh. to remember the guy's name. Uh, you guys talk while I'm looking for this, but uh, I just found out about this yesterday. Wildcatters <laughs> hit us with this, and uh. And I was when they hit us with it, I was like, Well, you guys want to go ahead and do it, go ahead and do it. We don't want anything to do with it. What's his name? Here we go. Uh, it's Bentley Mitchum. He was in, oh, that's what I remember from the most. Uh, we actually, me and Andy uh, Gonzalez were talking about this uh, yesterday mm-hmm. just made for TV horror movies that were actually really, really good that people kind of dismissed because they were made for TV. Okay, but he was he was one of the kids in Sometimes They Come Back. Oh, the Stephen ooh. King movie. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. The first one or the second one? The first one. The original okay. made-for-TV movie. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, he's he's the drummer for Corey Feldman. Interesting. Uh, which is wow. pretty cool, okay. yeah. But the, I, I love that movie. Just the storyline of Sometimes They Come Back is great, man. And, uh, but yeah, that's we were talking about movie. Salem's Lot was a made-for-TV movie. And it think was. about how – that's was. a hard movie, man. That movie's a rough mm-hmm. watch, bro. Oh, man, it, The Land of the Years. Have you watched that one recently? No, I haven't seen it recently. Oh, the CG but. is bad. <laughs> it, it's a good story because you see evil you know valky vortakamas from perfect uh-huh. strangers yeah yeah but the cg has not aged well at all it looks like old 1993 wallpaper screensaver type of graphics <laughs> it, it, it is it is not i'm waiting for like the little brick to hit the corner as i'm watching they're being, haunted, they're being haunted by the uh the fucking pipe thing that goes around on itself on the fucking yeah. screensaver yeah. it's like it's like the first generation doom because you keep running into walls with that animation it's, it's right <laughs> but uh but i do have a funny story about Corey feldman um so many years ago 2004 me and the the wife went to our first comic con and uh wizard world in uh, dallas and feldman was there he was there danny trejo was there in the corner, nobody cared about Trejo at all. Really? What? Nobody cared for him. This, again, 2004. Nobody cared. A different this, time, yeah. Yeah. Before Machete, before all of his roles now, nobody cared. But Crazy. Corey Feldman was there. And this is still him, you know, kind of off of, you know, doing the whole uh, Michael Jackson things were coming out. Mm-hmm. And Feldman was there. So, I, you know, I knew Feldman as Donatello. That's, how, you know, yeah, Friday the 13th, is, he was in that as well. But for me, it was Donatello and the Goonies. Mm-hmm. I'll go up to him. I say, "Hey, man, I'm a fan," because he didn't really have a line. He was just there. 
say, hey, man, I'm a fan, you know, this and this. And so I really liked your voice work on and Ninja Turtles is on Tello. And he like slams the table. He goes, I wish people would fucking stop saying that. Whoa. And he walks off. He just walks away. <laughs> what? I'm like, and I'm standing there like, what do I do? And his, and his girlfriend or the uh, wife, but the girlfriend at the time was there. She's like, why did you have to say that? I'm like, oh my God. How are you supposed how, to know? How am I supposed to know? <laughs> what the hell, man? It's like, dude, okay, look. What? So you open, you, open the, you open the door, I'm stepping through it. Okay, so I know that he's been <laughs> in a lot of popular things, right? Yes. I know that, you know, he's a part of the pop culture zeitgeist, but <laughs> how are you going to be upset when somebody <laughs> congratulates you on arguably one of the bigger things you've done in your career, let's be honest, yeah. that didn't involve your face? Like, you know, that was a moment in, in pop culture history. I know this is, we're talking about horror films and stuff, but like, that movie, isn't it like the most highest grossing independent film of all time, right? Or am it's I crazy? One it's one of right? them. It's one of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, you know. It is definitely God... his biggest, most recent work. Yeah. Yes. Okay, you know, so like. That's true. So where do you get off? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, dude, I'm not trying to say anything bad about the guy. <laughs> I, I've never personally met him. But when you hear this news story and this guy, and then Aaron tells you this shit, and it's like. Yeah, Why do you like this? You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I was I was stunned because again I, I was like you know I was congratulating say hey you know your voice and Don Tell that was that was my turtle that was the one thing I remembered you know you for was hearing your voice through the tape you know oh, after that Pizza Hut song your voice that's right. that's what happens wow. and he got upset now he was wearing the sparkly jacket he had his one glove on his hand he still had the <laughs> ponytail slick back and everything with the little Superman S curl in the front. And he stormed off after he said that. And I'm That's just like, so odd. what the hell? I mean, what did I do? And to have his girlfriend like, oh, why did you have to ask that? I'm like, how was I supposed to know? <laughs> he doesn't, have a, like sign. He doesn't yeah. have a sign at the table saying you don't ask about my TMS. He didn't, he didn't have a sign that had like a cross through Donatello on his <laughs> wall or anything. You know, I would have. that would have been totally like if you would have walked up and been like, so it sucks your other friend Corey died or whatever, right? Like, that would have been some shit you shouldn't say to him, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but bringing up Donatello apparently is, is – Jesus, man. You can't do that. So, now, anybody listening, don't let this sway you from going to the book <laughs> shop. By all we've means. Got, we've got plenty of other guests for you to uh, – Yeah, I was say, don't, don't let this keep you from going. Like, we're not saying don't go. <laughs> Just but, uh, bring your kid gloves. You're going to meet Corey Feldman. That's all we're saying. But if you do, <laughs> don't bring anything Donatello for him to sign. <laughs> Holy crap. And and uh pre-sale tickets are going like crazy, so definitely uh try to get tickets soon if you come oh. down for sure. Oh that, that's all yeah, I can't wait I can't wait to see uh Texas's own Ronnie James Dio t shirt Joe out there. <laughs> that's my boy, man. Selling his wares. <laughs> Corey Feldman's gonna be outside of your window, like peeping in, like I can't believe he's brought that up again. <laughs> he's gonna be out there well, he's gonna be like what like one of those Garfield car decal things that's sticking to the window. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now, just so you guys know, everybody's seen a lot of his uh, his videos online for his performances, like the Today Show uh, bit, and there's a few. Oh other. yeah. Have you guys ever seen the Howard Stern performance? No, no. I haven't. Okay, if you guys get after we get through, Google <laughs> Corey Feldman Howard Stern. Oh. It is there's there's so much random shit. 
in that video there's wow. there's a there's a midget in a grass skirt there's howard stern in bikini bottoms uh holding a blow-up doll oh then there's God. Corey feldman you guys have got that is the most cringeworthy Corey feldman video and hardly anybody's seen it but it's on youtube just gotta check out Corey feldman howard stern show and it is uh it's, uh, pretty it's on the list now man yeah. <laughs> oh definitely oh wow that's in well Let's just transition. Speaking of lists that, that we have to, we have yes. to look at and everything, <laughs> let's jump into our Halloween brackets <laughs> and the wild card section. So pretty much this, <laughs> this is a popularity vote. Uh, it's whoever, so whoever gets the two votes moves forward. Or it gets sweep. That happens too. It does uh, it's, it's, hey, we're, we're not going on merit. We're not going on apparently skills or if it's good or not from last night. But we're going on <laughs> popularity. That's just how it, that's just how it works, and that's and that's the magic of having a third guest come in to side to decide the tie break, and possibly either make a good decision or a bad decision. <laughs> <laughs> this is just oh how it goes. All right. This is how it goes. So starting off with our wild cards, we have 2019's trick versus 2015's. Hangman. So Scott, since hmm. you're the guest, you get to pick first. Who are you going to go okay, with? Uh, these are the two movies on this list that I am most unfamiliar with. So the way I'm going to weigh this pick is okay. I didn't even get through Hangman. <laughs> <laughs> but I did watch oh, Trick. It, it, Trick actually had some pretty brutal stuff in it. It was a fun movie. Uh, it yeah. had some good kills in it for sure. It was uh, it had plenty of blood in that one. So I'm definitely going to go with Trick. And of course, it has Jamie Kennedy in it. So, who yeah. I think is an incredibly underrated guy. If it would have been for the return of Mask, he probably would have been a much bigger star than he is right now. But uh, he got know. a lot of shit for that damn movie. But the I Jamie Ken the Jamie Kennedy experiment was an, an incredible show. I mean, that that show is. Have you ever watched the Jamie I Kennedy watched experiment? It. Yeah. I watched yeah it. Have you ever seen the Bob Sag uh, Saget uh, Saget episode? <laughs> Where they go I to Bob's it. house? I remember it, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or or the one where he uh, he like auditioned as B Rad for a real music producer. Yeah. <laughs> that's <No>. awesome. <laughs> yeah, so so my pick on that one is definitely gonna be trick. Like I said, that's trick. a movie that I definitely got through. Uh, Hangman, I didn't to me it was just kind of slow. It was it was a great story. I liked it was it, it, it should have been a lot creepier than it was. It uh, cause it's a creepy ass story when you think about it. I yeah. mean, there's a there's yeah. a killer living in your house and you don't realize it. And he's watching you. It uh, but I just I couldn't get through it. Yeah, it just didn't uh, I didn't dig that one too much. So yeah, I'll go with trick on that one. All right, Chris. You know, um, I was always raised to go with what you know. You know okay. what I mean? <laughs> and uh, what I do know is I did see Hangman. Okay. Uh, admittedly, I did not see uh, Trick. I know that's shame on me, shame on my ass. But okay. um, correct me if I'm wrong, Scott. You almost got through Hangman. So wasn't it about the like the play where the kids were having the play about the history of the person that got hung at the at the back backstage of the school or something like that? Or am I crazy? I'm, was that part of one of the elements in it? I'm not sure. Do you know, Aaron? Shit, I, I don't. I don't Hang remember that being in it. Hangman was the found footage one. Yeah, it's a found footage film because this guy yeah. had set up cameras all over this house. Oh shit! Okay, well you might you might have watched the wrong Hangman. I probably did. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so you haven't seen either one of them. <laughs> yeah. No. So I'm gonna go with what I don't know. I'm gonna go with Trick as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Hey, Trick Trick is a good movie. The twist, the twist is pretty good on that now one. Now I have to watch it. Yeah. Twist is pretty good. <laughs> Hangman. Yeah, it is that, that ending on Trick. Yeah, the, the twist in it is pretty crazy. It's uh, pretty crazy. But with yeah. Hangman, the the right hangman, uh, it's it's creepy because of how uh it does play out. Oh, okay. of, of what okay. happens. Like, you know, of of all that part goes with it. It's very much reminds me of the movie Creep. Oh, Creep uh, is a great movie. Creep is really good. Oh yeah. Uh, that's the dude from uh, the league. The uh, league, yeah, yeah, wildly unexpected. <laughs> oh, and I, I did not expect him to, to do a movie like that at all. Man. Hell no. Yep. <clears throat> so Trick wins, goes on ahead. All right. All right. Ooh. Next up, we've got 2016's Terrifier versus <laughs> 1987's Slumber Party Massacre, the OG, not the remake. Interesting. Chris, you're up first. Ooh, well. All right, go with what you know. I know these two movies. So, <laughs> um, there's a uh, there's a there's just a seniority vote. There's just a, a classic vote, and then there's a what the fuck did I just watch vote. Um, <laughs> oh god, um, which one? Which one freaked me out more is going to be Terrifier. So I'm going to go with Terrifier. Go I'm sorry, Terrifier? not taking anything away from Summer Party Massacre, but. Come on, come on! If, you know what? As the kids say nowadays, if you know, you know. And you know that that's a good saying. For me, uh, I've seen both. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, titties over shitties in the bathroom. I'm gonna go with uh, <laughs> summer, summer party massacre on this one. Oh my god! So it looks like Scott, you're the tiebreaker on this one. Okay, I'll be the tiebreaker on this one. And uh, you know, just for the record, one of these movies I had the uh, the first victim of the driller killer was in my car Monday and Tuesday. Uh, oh, yeah, good point. Uh, but unfortunately for Brink, <laughs> Terr- <laughs> Ter- Terrifier had one of the most brutal kills in, in modern horror Holy history. Just that's, the, putting it, that's putting it mildly. And that, just that alone in that movie, it uh, that it was so inventive and done so well. Oh, my God. I, I definitely, yeah. I'd probably have to go Terrifier. And uh, we'll see what the sequel does tomorrow when I finally get around to checking it out. But Oh, yeah, the it, sequel. Uh, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. Yeah, t- well, tonight's opening night for it, uh, but I'm going to check out okay. tomorrow night. But yeah, I, I, this one I'd have to go Terrifier. Terrifier, good yes. choice. Yeah, I couldn't even recommend that. To, I couldn't even recommend that to my mother, who raised me on horror films. <laughs> she was like, "Who's this clown?" I was like, "No, no, 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 don't watch this." Yeah, I think I think the the cut in half scene surprised the hell out of me because I was not. It shocked me. I was not expecting that at all. That was a. That was like NC-17, not rated horror movie stuff. Yeah. That they did. If they that made modern-day like... Face of the Death shit, that would have been on Face of the Death. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, yes. That's fucking real? Jesus. Now, 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 have you seen the prequel to this, uh, All Hallows' Eve? Yes. Uh, uh, I've heard of it. It's a short, isn't it? It's isn't an anthology. It short? It's an it's anthology. anthology. Okay, okay. No, I haven't. It's different. It's You can tell it's <laughs> pre-Terrifier, the way they kind of changed the Arthur Khan character around mm-hmm. to make him more uh terrifying i guess okay uh That's it's still fun to watch it's still different so i would recommend checking that out as well before you see terrifier just to kind of get a sense of what you're going to be dealing with okay so yeah. definitely a good one so next Whew. up we have 2013's vhs part two versus 1985's ghoulies Ooh. i'll start this one off uh i'm curious what you're gonna say here <laughs> Oh man, because both I, I enjoy I really enjoy both the, both those movies though. Right. Um. Ooh, 
but VHS two just has a good story with that that demon the the part the cult one the cult the one cult one yeah the cult one fucking a that one yeah. that one's just so <laughs> well done yeah damn uh but ghoulies I mean they pop out of toilets <laughs> so I'm gonna go VHS two I'm gonna go VHS two. All right, Scott, what you got? Okay, so if this would be Ghoulies 2, it'd be a much easier choice because that's <laughs> Ghoulies 2 is honestly my favorite of that franchise. Uh, VHS 2 is very good. The, the one, Vignette, uh, uh, that you just talked about with the cult, it was excellent. Yeah. But uh, honestly, just for the fact that it launched the franchise, I got to go with Ghoulies. I got to go with my heart on this one. Just uh, <laughs> Ghoulies is one of those movies that I just watched so many times. And unfortunately, that first Ghoulies was kind of slow. And I think that's why I yeah. like the second one so much. The second yeah. one at the Carnival in the Funhouse was just insane. And like I said, because Ghoulies kind of launched the franchise, I, I, I got to go with Ghoulies on this Yeah, you go so. with Ghoulies? Yes. I, I mean, didn't didn't part two have one of the Ghoulies have a gun? Like he was armed and dangerous at one part? Yes. Yeah, at one point. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. And right. then they turned into super giant ghoulie. They had like the yeah. giant one at the end of the movie. Yep. yep. He, he was eating the rest of them. He was like eating yes. them or something like that. Yeah. It just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> all right. Turn into body the, horror all of a sudden. You're the, you're the tiebreaker, Chris. What you got? Do we have a tiebreaker? Yeah. Did you go with VHS too? Yeah. I went with VHS too. Oh, shit, I, thought you went with, I, thought, I thought for sure you went with ghoulies as well. My bad. Ah, I'm sorry. VHS uh, too. Wow, man. Okay. So, damn it. This is, those, this is that it's the same thing I was just up against with Terrifier and Summer Party Massacre. Um, you've got a modern <sighs> Ghoulies, if I'm not mistaken, was it 1985? So that spun out of the whole Gremlins thing. That was the Joe Dante. Yeah. Yep. Set the bar for the the little monster. Horrors. Yeah. Yeah. You had critters coming out. You had Ghoulies coming out. You had, you had all munchies. Yeah, munchies. The hobgoblins. All those critters things. was the first movie that I learned how to flip people off, and I flipped my mother off when she was making dinner. Because <laughs> remember that where the alien was like, eh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I was I like, I, I turned my mom and go, Mom, what does this mean? And she's like, Christopher Lee Foreman. And it's the whole thing. <laughs> anyway, um, damn it, man. Uh, what did I go with Terrifier? I went with Terrifier, didn't I? Yeah, you went yep. Terrifier last time. Yes. Okay. Uh. I'm gonna give it to the old school. I'm gonna go Ghoulies because, not again, not taking anything away from VHS too. Because honestly, if out of the 76 VHS movies we've got, that's probably the best one. Yeah, that's true. You know, um, yeah, Ghoulies and I mean, Ghoulies. I mean, come on, just the, the, okay. Box art. We talked about it in the last one. Box art yeah. uh, that made you want to buy a movie and then you hated it. But this one was box art. You wanted to buy a movie and say, what the fuck am I looking well, at? Well, even like, the movie poster. <laughs> even the movie poster was right, like the yeah, ghoulie. Right, yeah. coming out of the toilet. Yeah, yeah the booger looking one came out of the toilet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, ghoulies. Come off it, it's mate. It's like uh, Uncle Fester's legitimate love trial with a Ninja Turtle popping out of the toilet. <laughs> it was Uncle Dookie <laughs> Fester. Was, yeah, come on. It was all wet and shit. Come on. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Yeah. Come so ghoulies, uh, ghoulies advances. All right, next up we got 1980s The Fog versus 2020s Hoobie Halloween. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to cross out Hoobie Halloween right now. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> that is the way to go. Damn I was going to cross that one out right now because... Blue I chipper. Mean, <laughs> it's a blue chipper. <laughs> I mean, let, let, let's be honest. Come on. Hoobie Halloween's okay if you get nothing else to watch and the blockbusters close up the street. And... The only thing you have on Netflix is Hoobie Halloween. 
So QB <sighs> Halloween is something I could never watch twice. That that is one a, time that is, is plenty. The Fog, John Carpenter is a great anthology. Adrian Barbeau, I mean, just yeah. Adrian Barbeau being sexy on the radio. It was just yep. it, it's a great movie. It, uh, yeah, it's all around just good. And yeah, she was ample. Good. I remember her one being one of the first women I thought was ample. Oh, she was she was my first crush, man. Fuck Swamp yes, Thing sir. came out and that was a wrap. Swamp Thing and then, yeah. Cannonball, and then Cannonball Run. Once I saw her in Cannonball Run, that was it. I was like, oh yeah, this is the one. Yeah, it was it was it was a coming of age, if you will. It was, you know, <laughs> thing. Yeah. You're like, oh man, wow, look, look at that. Would you look exactly. at that? <laughs> exactly. So yeah. That's an I think that's an easy pick. We're all agree on the fog, right? Shit. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. Just I'm just making sure just for the listeners, we're all agreeing on the fog. <laughs> Fuck Kubi Halloween. Okay, next up is 1980s The Changeling versus 2007's Murder Party. And Scott, mm. you're up first. Okay, so this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, <clears throat> Changeling, I did see a long time ago, but I haven't rewatched it in a long time. Mm-hmm. But Murder Party, honestly, I think is an incredibly underrated movie. <laughs> the story and the characters are just is, is just awesome. Uh, I honestly, I've watched that movie more than once. It uh, it, it's I, I'm I'm going with Murder Party. I mean, I just like I said, the story of it, the characters, the mm-hmm. final boy, he is just he, he's hilarious. He, he never should have survived. I mean, he was just some some goofball living at home with his cat. And, uh, he earned his way through it. Lonely, desperate to make friends. So he goes to this party he finds an invitation for. It, yeah. uh, it was a uh, I really, really enjoyed Murder Party. That is true. Uh, we'll say the changeling, though, has started the biggest trope in horror movies with the whole ball bouncing down the stairs. That's yes. the movie that started yeah. it. Yeah. So, but that's really the only thing it has going for it. It's a good movie, but that's really the only thing it's known for is the ball bouncing on the stairs. Well, Murder Party, like you said, wrong place, wrong time, wrong invitation. Yeah, he earnest his way through that movie. Somehow and the, ca- the characters are great. Just all the yeah, characters are great. They are. You know, the director, the, the guy that that's running everything, thinking he's a lot bigger than he actually is, and everybody's kissing his ass. It uh. Yep. And then they turn on each other. It's just a really, really great movie. Yeah, definitely so. So I'm going to have to vote. As much as I love the Changeling, I think it's a great one. I'm going to go Murder Party as well. Chris, are you put this for the sweep or? Uh, well, you know, um, I mean, it sounds like it's a, a bet, right? But okay, so <laughs> you know, if if somebody would have bounced their balls down the stairs and, uh, and you live this alone, would've been, this would have been a different vote, right? No, uh, and you live alone, <laughs> right? Uh, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some love to Changeling's way because I mean, as a kid, it, it definitely fucked with me so much, and as you know. Especially as a young kid, when you're getting into horror films, especially when your mom's like, "Sure, you can watch this," you know. Yeah. Like, true. It's some shit just sticks with you, and that's when you one of them. So just for just for posterity, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw it to the changeling. But yeah, it sounds okay. like Murder Party's going through. I mean, and if, if for good reason. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a fun movie. It's, it's definitely a, yeah, a it movie. is a fun movie. Low, I mean, just a simple movie. It takes place in one room, pretty much the entire film. <laughs> it uh, it does. It, it's really really cool. It's just it's yeah, awesome. Low budget, well done. It's it's definitely fun to watch. So next up we have oh the battle of the sequels. We have 1987's Creep Show two versus oh, 1994's Night of the Demons Part two. Hmm. Chris, you're up first. What you got? I have a deep, deep, deep love for the first Creep Show, as I'm sure many do. Yes. I'm sure I'm not alone in this podcast right now. But um, <laughs> Creep Show two 
just uh, missed the mark. And I think I, I'm, I, I, it's nowhere near as memorable for me as Creepshow 1. Chief um, Woodenhead? Chief Woodenhead, I mean, Chief, the raft, thanks for the ride, lady. I yeah. mean, that's all good and fine, but uh, <laughs> no, I, haven't th- I hadn't thought about Creepshow 2 in so long until, and I, this is a wrestling thing, and I don't know, Scott, I don't think you've watched wrestling or anything. I watched some. I watched a little. Okay. In the, in, the, in the recent past, there's a wrestler named Sami Zayn who changed his look. And started I know where you're out. going with this. <laughs> he started coming out with this green, uh, you know, uh, Che Guevara hat and the long hair. And in <laughs> one of our chats, I think Aaron brought it up, I if did. I'm not mistaken. It, it was like, he's like, damn, man, Sammy's ain't looking like the damn, uh, what's it called, demon from Creepshow 2. I was like, the, fuck, the, he the, does. The creep. <laughs> the creep, yeah. You know, at the, you know, at the end of Creepshow 2, when the creep is out there throwing the newspapers on the, the ground? Yeah. Yeah, he's got the military jacket on. He's got the hat on, and this the Savini yeah. creep. That's yeah. what Sami Zayn yeah. looks like right now. But a ginger and, now, and, and Sami Zayn is such an iconic. What's going on with him in wrestling right now is so good that anytime he's on TV, all I think of is the goddamn Savini creep. I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, but Night of the Demons Two has some. You know, it's again not as good as the original in my opinion, but uh, kind of almost by default, I'm going Night of the Demons Two. By default, kind of yeah, but I but honestly, if you ask me which one I'm going to put on, put on right now, it's going to be Night of Demons two. Okay, you're picking Night of Demons two. Yes, that's your pick. Okay. Yes, I'm going to disagree and go Creep Show two because again, thanks to the Ride Lady, the Raft, Chief Woodenhead. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw all those cameos in the Creep Show TV show, and, and that you're able to spot more of those than you were for anything from the first movie that was Easter egg throughout that series. So, I know, man. I just, I is. It didn't capture the. It didn't capture the spirit of the first one. I'll, I'll say this: I ordered the Night of the Demons, like the the three pack that they have, like the, the blurry three pack. I, I own that, okay. but I at least watch Creepshow two once a year, yeah. and okay, I, I watch it more. So I'm going to go Creepshow two. So that's, that's going to be my pick. And so Scott. What's your answer? What's your tiebreaker? Should be easy. Definitely creep show too. You know? Oh I mean, shit! Oh. <laughs> the, uh, so I was the hot take. Okay, got it. So uh, <laughs> uh, one of one of my favorite Stephen King books is Skeleton Crew. Uh, I love King, Stephen King short stories, and uh, the raft was one of the stories in Skeleton Crew. So mm-hmm. before the movie came out, I knew about. The, before I saw the movie, I knew where the story came from. It mm-hmm. uh, it definitely uh, did, to me. All those, all the, the the segments in Creepshow Two are incredibly memorable. Chief Woodenhead, you know, uh, the the guy with the long hair, and he's talking about going to Hollywood and shit. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, it to me, and just the the hitchhiker is just the hitchhiker might be my favorite of them because it's funny. It's it's got great special effects with the <laughs> with, after the guy got hit by the car. Uh, it has a great twist at the end where the yep. woman she could have left she didn't have to rush home because her husband was late anyway. She wasn't going to get in any trouble. It uh, mm. yeah, well, show too definitely. Well, her husband stopped to take care of the guy that she hit. Uh, the guy that she hit, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's what it was. Right. That's what it was. Yeah, that's right. Well, shit, man. I, yeah, I, I, I stand uh, by what I said. That's fine. Yeah, it's just show too. I just I love that. I love the Crucial, except with the exception of part three of the Crucial movies. I love, I love them all. So, next up, uh, we have recently 2022's X versus 1978's Jaws 2. Ooh, so Scott, you, you can start this one off. <laughs> okay, so just so you know, this one is actually really, really hard for me. 
Really? Yeah, because in my opinion, in my particular take, Jaws 2 is the best of the franchise. Jaws 2, <laughs> to me, is better than – Jaws 2 is more brutal. It's actually scarier. Okay. I think Jaws, Jaws 2 made more people scared to get in swimming pools than, than the first Jaws did, just okay. in my opinion. Uh, okay. Jaws 2 is a is an incredible movie. Uh, X was great. Uh, uh, Kid Cudi's in it, like I said. Ty West did an awesome job. <laughs> it's looking like it's going to end up being an incredible trilogy after seeing Pearl. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, X is a really, really good movie, but I'm going to go with Jaws 2 on this one. Jaws like I said, this Jaws Jaws is a huge franchise. I mean, it's it's a groundbreaking franchise, and in my opinion, of that franchise, Jaws two was the best one. Okay, wow, that's 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 a decent reason for picking. Chris, okay. what's your pick? No, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. Okay, <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll give Jaws two its props, man. No doubt. I mean, it's got its moments and everything. Um, Jaws for me is when you you can't beat the original. Uh, I mean, you have to ask yourself, and this is my opinion, what's more quotable? Not that it really matters, but Jaws one or Jaws two. Yeah, I agree right? with that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, that, that's, and that's just in my head. This kind of things that factor in when it comes to like you know these classic sequels and stuff and what have you. But um, after seeing X, man, I was like, okay, because there's just some things you know, you know, slightly taboo things that they go mm-hmm. through in that movie. You're like, all right, well, this is a different approach, you know. And it, like I think we kind of pre-gamed it earlier when we talked about that because I was like, wait a minute, have I seen this movie? And I did because we talked about how it, it's a lo- kind of a love letter for your uh, schlocky um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre type movies. Yes. Right? Yes. So, and I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Aaron knows that. We we yep. made the trek to the gas station. You know what I mean? Like we, we did. It's it's a thing. And so um, I'm, I'm, you know, maybe another hot take, but I'm going to go with X, man. Okay. And and the thing about it is, like I said, this that was a really hard one for me because I think X is a phenomenal movie. It's one of the best ones right. this year. It, yeah. uh, and like I said, it, the trilogy itself is going to end up being outstanding. So I need to see this Pearl you're talking about. I haven't seen that. So I, I guess I'm, I'm behind the, totally, I'm behind totally, movie. totally different movie. I went into it without ever even seeing a trailer. And oh, that wow. was that was the way to do it. It was a it, it was it was a really, really good movie. I mean the aesthetic is just so different. It uh Oh, okay. God, I wish y'all had seen it. We could talk about it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, I haven't seen it yet. I want to. But I also hear that that's how you're supposed to go in and watch Barbarian as well. Don't Barbarian. Watch I did the same thing with Barbarian. Barbarian was great. Uh, I really fuck, really I need to see that because I like the trailer because I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> and, uh, that, that was a good one. That was a really, really good okay, one. Sorry. So, I'll be the tiebreaker on this one. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> because I, I I like shark movies. I, I do I do enjoy okay. a good shark movie. And Jaws 2 is a good shark movie. Well, sure. Uh, but uh, I, X X hits a lot of just that, like Texas Chase, te- yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Night of the Scarecrows, that whole mm-hmm. on the farm type of horror movie. Motel it's, Hell, almost kind of. Motel Hell, yeah. Uh, I love that movie. Farmer Fritters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Farmer Vincent's Fritters. God, classic. <laughs> Just that VHS, that VHS tape on yes. Motel Hell with, with the heads in the yes. ground. Yes, dude. It, it yeah. just sticks out of my mind. I wanted that tattoo on my sleeve. It, uh, God, that, uh, now I don't want, now I want, now I want to Motel Hell. Shit. Uh, I, use, I use preservatives. <laughs> <laughs> I use them. I'm going to have I'm gonna have to go with X just okay. because of hey. how well it was. I went in knowing very little about it, and I enjoyed all of it. 
And I bought it blind. I bought it because I went to Target. They had it for a lot of things like 15 bucks on Blu-ray. I bought it just because I kept hearing good things about it. Nice. And uh, I'm glad I did. There's a good movie. It's definitely good. I still need I still need to watch Men. I picked that the, up the other day and I need to watch that one too. So yeah. X moves oh, forward. I think I did see that. Men? Uh, yes. Was she seeing the same face on all the dudes? I think so. Yeah, that's a good one too. Interesting. Uh, I'll watch that soon. Yeah. All right. Next up, like this is our final uh, battle in round one. We have Dead and Breakfast from 2004 <laughs> versus 1988's Friday the 13th, part seven. And Chris, you're up. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, you know, God, this is going to sound bad, but refresh my memory. Which 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 one was seven? Was that tell the telekinetic chick, the little girl that brought him back out oh, of the lake? Shit. Kane Hodder breathes heavy as Jason. With with the dad and the Kane water and all first, that shit. Kane Hodder's first iteration of yeah, Jason. First iteration of Jason. Yeah, but it was the dad coming out of the water at the end. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. It was not my favorite ending to a Friday movie. <laughs> um, I was like, what is this? Like, who walks in this water? Um, uh, God. I, I've seen Dead and Breakfast, um, mm -hmm. but we're talking about a, a franchise that is... No, we're talking about a movie. It. No, we're talking about a movie. Dude, okay. But <laughs> it's Friday the 13th. It's a Friday the 13th. But you, but you say it yourself, Kane Hodder's initial uh, yeah. run as the as Jason, and he's not best Jason. He's just a Jason. You don't think he's, he's the best? Jason? He's just, no, no. What? I don't either. He's just done it more than anybody else. Yeah. But as far as being the best Jason, you no. don't like the the heave and shit he, like that? he's a dead zombie. Why does a dead zombie have to breathe heavy? Oh, good point. Well, shit. Does it make sense? Fuck it. I'm saying Friday Thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said. Okay. <laughs> Again, this is a Friday the 13th, not a good Friday the 13th. <laughs> and it's a Jason, not the best Jason. It's just one of the movies. I didn't I put, know that about you. I put that, five different Friday the 13th in our randomizer, and this is what it picked. <laughs> I, I, I've learned a thing about one of my best friends today. That's weird. Wait, but not liking, not think, or me thinking Kane Harder's not the best Jason? Yeah, I Look, watched Kane Hodder get shot down by one of my high school friends when he tried to. I shared an elevator car. ride with Kane Hodder. He is a big guy. He is intimidating, but as a good Jason, <laughs> that's okay. That's he's an okay. excellent Victor Crowley. He is. He's oh, a good, good Victor Crowley. Touché. Yeah, he's he's a good Victor Crowley, and whatever else he does. So <laughs> that's about it. Uh, <laughs> was it a bowl of cereal or pizza in house too, or whatever that was? <laughs> Pretty much. That's what he got paid with. Uh. Scott, what are you going to pick? Dead and Breakfast or Friday the 13th, Part 7? I'll go Dead and Breakfast. <laughs> Honestly, uh, Friday the 13th, Part 7 is probably my least favorite of the franchise. It, uh, I, I did not care for it at all. I didn't like the story. It, uh, and the ending was terrible, as you said. So I will go Dead and Breakfast on I this. I was about to say. You uh, do a tiebreaker. Yeah. I mean, I'm <sighs> just going to say this. Friday the 13th, Part 7 has a great-looking Jason. He, yes. he looks great. That's all that movie has for it. <laughs> That's all it got. That's all it has is looking great. Dead in Breakfast. It's it's funny. It's got the kid who was in a uh, American Wolf in Paris as uh -huh. like you know a uh, uh, very eccentric. It's just a funnier movie. So I'm gonna go Dead in Breakfast. 
All right. As a tiebreaker. And, and to be fair, I did I did own the fact that I, there's a shitty ending for a movie. I'm not, yes. you know, I didn't oh, you barely did. leave there. You did. But, you know, I like Kane Hunter. What do you want to do, man? Yeah, I mean, you, you definitely did. I'm, yeah. there, there, there is no shame in, <laughs> in your reasoning to pick that. There's no but, shame in being wrong, Chris. <laughs> you know what? It happens to the best of us. That's true. To the best of us. So, Dead and Breakfast moves on. And we are done with round one. Woo. Ding, 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 ding. This is, this is where it starts to get a little harder now. Yeah, it does. You have, to, you have to pick your sides and bury the ones you don't pick. So, first up, we've got Trick versus Terrifier. Ooh. And Scott, you're up first. I'll definitely go Terrifier on this one. You know Terrifier? I will go Terrifier over Trick, yes. All right. Quickly. Chris, what's your pick? I haven't had to see Trick to tell you that it's terrifying. <laughs> that's why well, that's true. I mean, come on, come on. Hey, come on. there's come a reason on. why there's a reason why Terrifier has a big following right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's a big reason why. And sorry, Jamie Kennedy, just like your role in Tremors, <laughs> you are done. God. You are I'm done. Sure, I'm long sure there's a rule he made up in Scream that explained why he lost here. You're my long lost dad. I mean, they had the same hairline in Trimmers, him and Burt Ward. So <laughs> it all works out. So next yeah. up, we got this one. This one might be tough for you, Scott. So I'll, yes. I'll let you be the tiebreaker on. I know it will be. Needed. I know it will be tough on that one. Goalies versus the Fog. Ooh. I'm going to pick the Fog because that's one of, to me. That's one of Carpenter's best. Yeah. Uh, great movie, Goalies. It's fun. But I've watched The Fog a lot more times than I have Ghoulies. So, Chris, Ghoulies or Fog? Oh, it's going to be Fog, man. Fog? Scott, yeah. what's I, your pick? I will make it unanimous on that one. I can't pick I can't pick Ghoulies over The Fog uh, for all the reasons that I've already talked about. I mean, it, yeah. uh, it, it's just a well-done film. It, it holds up well, is. too. It holds up very well. It does, yeah, actually. It does. Yeah. It definitely does. The, the remake, not so well because of the CG. But <laughs> right. classic one. Stays a classic. Next up, we've got Murder Party versus Creep Show Two. <laughs> Chris, you're up first. <laughs> what do you want from me here? <laughs> to pick an answer. All right, uh, man. Um, I'm gonna stick with Nine of the Demons too, man. I, I, what? Wrong. What? <laughs> what? Well, I know I'm about show. to lose out here. It's fine, but. Creep Show yeah. Two versus uh, Murder Party. Murder Party. Creep, oh Creep shit! I'm too. tripping. Yeah, you I are. Just I'm have, I see. just have a soft spot for Night of the Demons too. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> okay. you just moved it forward. Quit, quit man. making Mighty Mean. Quit making Night of the Demons a thing. It's never going to happen. Fetch a thing. Okay. Um. Well then, goddamn it. Uh, Creep Show Two then. Creep Show Two. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to also go for Creep Show Two. Scott. As good as Murder Party was, I would have to go with Creep Show Two. That one just. I feel like you guys kind of swayed me when you kept bringing up uh, some of the like, especially the what was it the the Indian uh, Chief Woodenhead. Chief yeah. Woodenhead. Yeah. The more I thought about, it, I was like, that that was pretty good. <laughs> I got I got people that remember Chief Woodenhead so much they argue with me that it was in the first Creep Show. I'm like, no, actually, it was oh, in the second one. It's, <laughs> it's weird. In the second one. They're like, yes. no, no, that was the best Creep Show story. I'm like, yeah, in the second one. In the second, second, second movie. Second yeah, one. you're right. <laughs> Yeah, but I saw him in that. I saw him in that one episode, House of the Head. Yeah. He was in there. Man, that was a good episode. It was. That was that was my favorite. Was that one? That one in the uh, the suitcase genie. That was oh, good. Oh shit! Yeah. 
So last fight in round two, we've got X versus Dead and Breakfast. And mm -hmm. I'll start with this one. I'll start this one off. This is a tough for me because I really like both movies. I really enjoy both of them, but ooh. I'm curious to hear this. I'm going to go Dead and Breakfast because that's when I'm probably going to watch a little bit more than uh, the other one. Mm -hmm. So, Scott, what do you got? I'm going to go X. Can you go with X? Uh, yeah. Dead, Dead and Breakfast wasn't one of the best movies of 2004, but X was definitely one of the best movies of 2022. That's true. To me, X is just, uh, like I said, it's a really, really great film. I can't wait to see what, how they wrap it up in this trilogy. Yeah. All right. Chris? And I don't know that I could have said it any better myself, but Scott really just took the words out of my mouth. So, yeah, it's going to be X. You can go X? Yes, sir. X uh, moves forward, and Dead and Breakfast is over just like breakfast. <laughs> it is over. All right, we're getting we got our final four. We got our final four. Boom, boom, boom. This is where it starts getting hard. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So now we got now we got Terrifier versus the Fog. And uh Scott, you can start this one off. Oof. Yeah, Scott, break break some hearts here, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the fog. And the reason I'm picking The Fog is for one of the reasons I just said. The Fog still holds up to this day. It's such a well-done movie. Terrifier in, what, 40 years? Is it still going to have the same? Is anything going to come out in between now and, and 40 years later that we're going to start forgetting a little bit about Terrifier and it won't have quite the impact? Because look at the movies that have come out in 2022. I mean, if Terrifier mm -hmm. was going up against X, yeah, that yeah. would be a wrap. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I would definitely go Fog. Getting a fog. Okay. Wow. Okay. Ooh. The fog is classic. It is classic. And <clears throat> there are certain things that hold up, and there are certain things that do not hold up. Like yeah. Today's day and age. Especially with this generation of fans. The fact that the fog is mostly based on a weather lookout station at, at a lighthouse to tell people the weather conditions versus somebody checking their phone for the weather condition doesn't really hold up too much overall. Terrifier, though, it's all about the social media aspect game, selfies, the pics, that type of thing. And and also the lore and also the um the uh urban legends that happen. The, the, not, not, uh, the creepypasta that happens. And to me, Terrifier is a creepypasta story turned into a clown slasher. Ooh, with that being said, I'm going with the fog. So yeah. Well, just so you know, what, what, one thing, one thing like like you were just saying, uh, with uh, with the fog, uh, you know, she's in a, she's in a lighthouse giving weather updates, checking the phone. The thing about it is that movie is set in that time period to where that is the way it was at that time. It is now. If now to me, the movies that don't hold up are the movies that are set in the future, and in the future. <laughs> You know, they have giant cell phones on their hips. You know, that's actually not the future because we live in the future now. So uh, <laughs> that, that's one of the reasons why I think yeah. The Fog holds up so much. Like I said, it's set. Like one movie that I don't think holds up very well, and this is an unpopular opinion, I know, Lost, Boy, <laughs> Lost Boys. Really? The clothes, oh, the, the, man. The, the, the clothes that Corey Haim wears in Lost Boys, I wouldn't have worn in that time period. And <laughs> that, that was like the clothes you thought of, you know, if, if I was to put together a funny 80s costume or a funny early 90s costume for a costume party, I would dress up like Corey Haim. Uh, that's the kind of stuff, the posters wow. on his wall, they just don't hold up well to me. It, uh, 
to me, the Lost, Lost Boys is a great movie. I watch it mm -hmm. all the damn time. Well, but sure. to me, it doesn't quite hold up aesthetically as well as it could have. They just tried to make it too Hollywood. And, and uh, it, it's just it, they, they tried to romanticize it a little bit too much. You mean Lost Boys wouldn't hold up with the wardrobe and uh, Johnny Depp's wardrobe in Nightmare on Elm Street with the crop tops holds up? <laughs> I had a shirt like that, though. That's just <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That was my I was your front porch listening to Striper and hitting the weights. Up and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> the hottage will love me at the football game tonight, dude. Now, now the Mark Patton bedroom <laughs> dance that he does in part two. That's the yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, grossly underrated film, man. That, that film's getting more shine than it's ever gotten. And I've, I've yeah, always kind is. of felt that way about that movie. So, but yeah, That's I'm true. working on that. That's true. So, uh, <sighs> Scott, you voted for Fog. I voted yes. for the Fog. Chris, what's your vote? Um, you guys, I don't know if I can say much more than you said, other than this is the only thing that can be conceived as a negative towards uh, towards Terrifier. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, in my my personal opinion, having watched it twice, Terrifier to me is a one and done movie, man. It's kind of like uh, watching Blair Witch more than once. You know what I mean? Okay. Like once you know what's happening, you know what's coming. Is it really that scary anymore? Or are you just waiting for it to happen? You know what well, I mean? Well, uh, I will say this. Uh, for a time period, The Sixth Sense was the number one selling DVD and VHS when it was released on home video. That is true. And The Sixth Sense is another one. I mean, in my Shyamalan movies are one and dones. Some of yeah. them are none and dones. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever shared this story. Uh, obviously, for people's protection, I won't be naming names. But... Um, <laughs> Towards the end of its run in theaters, uh, The Sixth Sense, uh -huh. um, there was a girl that I was uh, courting at the time, uh -huh. and uh, <clears throat> she's like, I want to go see a movie. I was like, well, there's nothing really out. I've already seen this, already seen this. She's like, well, I haven't seen Sixth Sense. I'm like, you haven't seen this? So we go, and it's like 2.30 in the afternoon, and yeah. it's there's only two, there's only four people there, me, her, and another couple. Other couple sitting on the bottom. They're a lot older than we are. And so this is what, what was, when, when did six cents come out? 2003, 2001, 2000, 2000, around, 2000. early 2000s. Yeah. Early 2000s. Around that time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm probably, I graduated in uh, 99. So I'm like 18, 19, 20, maybe mm -hmm. or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> how can I put this? She didn't see a lot of the movie. Okay, so our next battle is so, uh, <laughs> no, but okay. So fast forward past all that. The funny, there's a reason why I'm bringing this up. It's funny okay. because <laughs> the couple down at the bottom of the theater, his wife didn't see a lot of the movie either, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So me and homeboy, <laughs> we shared a moment. It was odd. He gave me a thumbs up. I gave him a thumbs up, and everybody went about their business. <laughs> Dude, right hand to God, that happened. So if, if nothing else, take that away from this podcast. Strange things are afoot in 2001 <laughs> and at a random movie theater in Houston. Anyway, go on. No, but, but one thing I wanted to bring up real quick, I don't know if you guys saw this, but you know how you were saying that Terrifier should have been one and done and yeah. so on and so forth? Did you see that the sequel, which I found this out today, or like I said, I'm going to see it tomorrow. 
It has a two and a half hour runtime. Yeah. What fucking slasher runs for two and a half hours? A slasher should be an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, no kidding. If even that. If even that. But yeah, it's two and a half hours runtime on that damn movie. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, what, is this, what is this? a Terrifier Infinity War? And I'm wondering. If, <laughs> it, 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 I'm actually. I'm wondering if the it being that damn like you couldn't cut a little bit of shit from it, but it being that long is going to kind of mess up the reviews because I, I, nobody wants to sit in a movie theater for two and a half hours, and it, it better be like real fast pace. It should better not move slow. My yeah. one worry is <clears throat> it's that long. If I remember Terrifier correctly, there were times like, and I think to Aaron's point, where like. The camera was not moving very long, or wasn't moving, and it was on him for a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like him kind of cocking his head to the side, and it's just long enough to be like, "Why the fuck are we still getting this? God damn, go something else." (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I feel like they're probably going to run off of that a little bit in the second one. And tell me if I'm wrong later, but I feel like we're going to get a lot of long hallway shots where he's like peeking his fucking head around the corner for like five seconds. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like you're going to get a lot of that probably. Probably so. Probably yeah. so. I, I have a feeling this movie is going to be a lot more of Art's backstory and Art's lore, yeah. which oh, makes yeah. it two and, a, two and a half hours long. <clears throat> but still, that's that's, that's still going to be a long, long ass movie. movie, man. It's going to be a long movie. Yeah, really. I mean, he, he better have some Pennywise stuff in there for it to be that <laughs> long movie. It's funny you say that because I was th- I was just thinking to myself like, weren't we supposed to get like a big in depth thing about Pennywise's backstory? Like that's in, coming in soon. Dairy? Yeah, Dairy. Yeah, Dairy that's coming soon. Movie. Yeah, that's going to be is a series or a movie. That was a TV series. Is it? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, HBO streaming. Max? Yeah. HBO Max? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was I just I was just thinking that for some fucking reason. I was thinking like backstory. I was like, oh yeah, what the fuck happened with Pennywise? Okay, anyway. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're getting uh Dairy Maine. That's the I want to see him eat a baby. <laughs> anyway, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. All right. He does so, that. There you, ha- there you have it. Chris's yeah. long drawn story about how he got some action in a movie theater <laughs> to explain this extent. <laughs> In the middle Look, of man. a bracket countdown. So do it for the <laughs> content, my friend. Do it for the content. Oh, they that, that should be a Patreon. So <laughs> our next uh, <laughs> our, our next battle is Creep Show Two versus X. Uh, Chris, start this one off. Oh well, okay. Um, Creep Show Two versus X. I feel like you guys swayed me, man. Like I kind of want to put you know what? Fuck it. I'm putting Creep Show Two on after we're done recording this. I got to go back and see it again. <laughs> Because uh, I feel like maybe I'm just judging a little too harshly. Because in my mind's eye, I'm seeing the part uh, from the trailer where the yeah. the blob thing from the you know that yeah black, the raft yeah the raft yeah where yeah. he's coming over that dude and he's like ah you know yeah. um, I beat you I beat you yes exactly uh, uh, creep show too wow I think in my mind creep show too is like kind of the underdog of this thing but yeah creep show too you're picking creep show too all right uh, Scott what are you picking uh. This, this is actually isn't it a hard, uh, easy one. Like I said, we're talking X, yeah, which is an incredible movie. Uh, I think that should I go with my heart or should I go with what I truly believe in? Because if I go with my heart, I'm going Creep Show too, because uh-huh. I've seen it so many times. And like I said, just the stories. Uh, I, I love this. I, I can watch that movie again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can do the same thing with X. Uh, <laughs> So I've watched I'll, X twice, so I, I'll, I'll definitely I'll go Creep Show Two. Creep Show Two. Yes, so Creep Show Two is moving. Yeah, I, I'm going to sweep that one because I was going to pick Creep Show Two as well. Nice. Uh, I just I really enjoy that movie. Um, it's just such a fun, 
fun it's a movie. fun really fun movie I mean, and really it, com- it comes down to it it's like how many times do i actually watch the movie versus sometimes if i think it's really good and i've seen creep show 2 so many times that yeah it's i've, I've got to go for that one over x x i loved it thought it was great i've watched it twice I was about to say, yeah, no disrespect to the movie but yeah I, movie. I bought the movie last month okay. yeah i bought it in september about the blu-ray in september and i've watched it twice since then and i've loved it i thought it was great but creep show 2 i know i have fun watching i could put it on at any point in time and watch it and just enjoy it so yeah and then oh, two and then we're on the final round the fog versus creep show 2 Fuck! Wow! <laughs> is, yeah. I don't envy me right now. So, uh, uh, Scott, take the lead on this one. Who are you picking? <laughs> Between those two, I'm going to pick Creep Show Two. Creep Show Two. Wow! Yes, uh, I definitely. I think I would go Creep Show Two between those two movies. It's just more. It it keeps your attention more. Uh, I love anth- I love anthologies. Uh, the fog is some. The fog is something where if it was, I just got off work and it was eleven o'clock at night, mm-hmm. I'd probably fall asleep before it was over. <laughs> creep show oh. two is creep show two is something I think that I would keep watching because, like I said, it's just it's a little bit more energized and stuff. And uh, uh, the 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 stories they pick for the anthology play with each other well. You start off with yeah. Chief Woodenhead, which is kind of serious and everything, and then you yeah. go. You know, a little bit funny, but still serious. And then they just hit you with the horror comedy at the end. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm going to go Creep Show 2 on this one. Okay. All right. Chris, what's your oh, pick? Man. Oh, wow. Uh, I, John, I really feel like. What was that? This is John Carpenter's The Fog versus with Stephen King and uh, Romero's Creep Show 2. Uh, and, don't, and don't forget Bernie Wrightson with the illustrations. Yeah, Bernie Wrightson as well, too. Oh, you had to say that. Adriana uh, Barbeau's in the fog. Bernie Wrightson, man. Jesus. Yeah. I have that. I have his Frankenstein hardcover. Me, too. The, I got it. I got it. I got it myself. Oh, fucking amazing. Um, <laughs> hashtag goals. Um, Jesus, man. Uh, God. I, I, damn it. I mean, the fog with the fog. You have uh, to me. The fog is one of two radio stations in the horror movies that you remember the name of the radio station, KBBO, yeah. and the other That's one true. would be Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. Two, yeah. I think one of the things I'm on record of saying in the previous brackets that we did last year, mm-hmm. and I have to say it again at a certain point during the fog, which I I, I even feel this way in my forties. The shit, the shit that fucking scares me is what I don't see. Yes, always. Because nothing's gonna beat out your imagination. And when That's I first true. saw that movie, when I first first saw the fog, and you could barely see those eyes or barely make out, you know what I mean? Like they, they, they drag you, yeah, they drag you along for a while. You're like, what the fuck? Are, what do you know? What is it like? You know what I mean? So That's your imagination right. goes wild. Mm-hmm. Whereas obviously, you know. Creep show left nothing to you know the imagination. They just gave you what you needed right then and there, and that's that's why I'm torn, man. Because I'm always a believer. Like I said before, if there's a door that's barely open and it's dark on the other side of that door, that could be the scariest fucking thing on the planet because you don't know what's on the other side of that door. That's true. That is very true. But goddamn it, you guys turned me around on the creep show. <laughs> <laughs> what's your pick? Sons of bitches. Creep show too. Show two, yep, and that's a yep. two vote, and that one is the winner. You done did it, y'all done gone and did it. That one is the winner. The fog 
goes back up on the DVD shelf rack. <laughs> put back there until next time. And there's our winner for the wild card. We have Creep Show 2. Well, I'm happy with it. Yeah, hey, no doubt. Hey, there's no shame in that at all. Again, some of these movies, I didn't think we'd get past the first round, and they did. Some did not. <laughs> so it it's it's popularity. You're voting on popularity. Right. That's all it is. Yeah, you can never be too sure, man. Yeah, I, yeah, true. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna be honest. I mean, I mean not gonna, You're not gonna be honest. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not no. gonna be honest. I'm not gonna be honest. No, I'm gonna be honest. I did not think that uh uh oh shit. I'm looking I'm looking at the things. I thought Hangman was gonna beat out Trick. I really thought that one was gonna beat out Trick. Hmm. Well, admittedly, I think I watched the wrong Hangman, so I'm I, think I can't you did really, <laughs> I can't I really chime too. in on that one. I think you did too. <laughs> uh, but it is what it is. This is how we voted. You know, this is our vote is law for this podcast. Mm-hmm. So this is the end result. So Indeed. Scott, thank you again for coming out. Oh, I had a blast. Yeah, always, it, man. always. Oh a good man. Time. And, you know, voting your popularity, voting your vote, making your vote count. Thank you for doing this. No Where problem. can people find you? Where can they find your your your, your events? So the, the, the main page for the events, and we're on all social media platforms as far as Instagram, Facebook, and uh, actually we do have a TikTok account, uh, would be just search Ooh. Houston Horror Film Festival, and you will definitely find us. Uh, we have a pop-up market coming up in uh, – uh, for Halloween, like I said, we're going to do our annual Christmas pop-up, I'm sure, also, which normally we announce that the day after our Halloween event. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a couple more next year. Then we're going to take a break for a short time before we, uh, while we're getting ready for the film festival, which film festival announcements are probably going to start here next month. And uh, we, already have, we already have some pretty, uh, pretty exciting guests signed already, so... Yeah, yeah. We we kind of waiting. Wait. We we don't like interfering with Lloyd, and Lloyd's in the middle of all his announcements right now. Yeah, yeah. So we're waiting for him to get all his stuff done because we don't want to draw any attention away from Lloyd right now. So that's understandable. Uh, we're letting him let him get all his stuff done, and then we'll start dropping our guests for uh for our event. So okay. yeah, it uh it, it's we like I said we have we have some incredible people signed right now. It's going to be a good show. It's oh, going to be sick. insane. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. And like I mean, like so we had fun when we were there. Uh, yeah. You go back and listen to the episode of you know a review of that of the the event. It was a lot of fun, uh, and we can't wait to, we can't wait to attend again. Oh yeah, definitely. It's gonna again. be it's gonna be a good time. And uh, also, uh, you guys gonna go check out Halloween Ends next week or sometime soon. We got, uh, a yeah. we got a pre-screening on Wednesday, and I'm actually doing an event at a Misfit Toys uh, opening night uh, Friday the 14th. I got to go. I'm gonna do some hard trivia over there. We're gonna give mm-hmm. away some posters, probably some T-shirts. And then that group is going to go over to uh, Edwards Marquis and check out the movie over there afterwards. So, oh shit! Okay. I will be seeing it. I my my Fright Rags Halloween end shirt just came in the mail yesterday. Nice. So no, I actually, I, yeah, I, saw that one. I, I thought about getting that one, but you know, I decided instead I'm going to wear my Evil Dies Tonight Young Anthony Michael Hall shirt that I got from T-shirt Joe himself at FastCustomShirts.com. Uh, uh, <laughs> someone I saw, awesome. I saw i saw a great shirt i saw a great shirt that somebody had put it on, on instagram as an ad and it's the guy you know in uh jason goes to hell the the, the, the guy at the, the burger shop he's making the jason burgers yes yeah okay yeah. so there's a picture there's a picture of the jason burger 
And underneath it says evil fries tonight. <laughs> that's cool. I, like that. that's I saw awesome. that and I'm like, oh, I want to buy that shirt. That that that's that's very clever. <laughs> but I'm ready I'm for Halloween lie. ends. I'm ready for I'm it. I'm not gonna lie, in Halloween kills when they all started chanting evil dies tonight, I just started yeah. laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. I'm in the theater just cracking up, dude. I thought that <laughs> when was they did funny. that, dude. That was so fucking cringe, man. I was like, dude, it come was. on, man. When they did that, my mind went straight through the Adam Sandler comedy CD with the goat. Where it has the thing where he goes, uh, the night time is the right time. The night time is the right time. It's like, god damn it. Oh man, like hooked to me. Uh, I just remember like me and, and Jen because we were watching it and we're like and we just kept chanting days after like evil dies tonight, evil <laughs> dies tonight. And uh and, and that and actually one of our former guests on the podcast, uh he created because he 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 hates the Halloween franchise. He hates it. He thinks Michael Myers <laughs> is one of the, the, the like one of the laziest killers. And I don't I honestly uh when it comes to Halloween, I I'm not mm -hmm. a I'm not a tremendous Halloween franchise fan. I think I've watched it's, Halloween three more than I have any other Halloween movie. And it's, it's I'm serious. And other than that, I love Rob Zombie's <laughs> Halloween. I actually like the movie with the backstory for oh, some okay. reason. But uh, uh but what I was getting to is that um so he watched this movie and he kept bringing up this topic. He's like he's like, Hey, no, you know, you know at the end whenever the townsfolk or you know about ready to whoop Michael's ass at the end. And there's that one lady that grabs an iron. So he makes a Facebook fan page. The lady who brought an iron to the fight mm -hmm. with Michael. I, I remember that. <laughs> and, uh, we tried to find her to book her. We were like, we got oh, to find iron lady. I, I have her. her contact information. Do you want to bring really? her? Really? Yes, yeah. I might get that from you, dude. I have her yeah, contact that was information. Just, yeah. it, just the lady with the iron. That, that kind of blew up afterwards. It went a little viral afterwards. But yeah, the lady with the iron is ready to take on Michael. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. You just killed a bunch of firefighters with an axe handle. Come on. She's <laughs> like, I'm going to permapress that bitch. <laughs> Steam. <laughs> Steam. <laughs> I'm going to wrinkle your ass. Take the wrinkles out your ass. <laughs> The thickies are now crispy. <laughs> oh man. Oh. So, but, face. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, yeah, I got her contact. I'll get you the contact information. Yeah, definitely, her. man. And she's that, that she's a sweetheart. With. She she's definitely a sweetheart. Uh, and what's funny is you, you you know horror fans. That is yes. one signature they would love to have on their poster. Oh, you know that. so random. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I'll 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 get you the information. Okay. For that. Okay. All right, and for us, you can find us on YouTube. We have a Redbubble and a T Public, so you can buy our merch with our logo on it. We have an Instagram page. You can find us on Facebook and our Podbean.com uh, slash Front Row Negative. So again, Scott, thank you for coming on. Had a blast Thanks talking about movies me, with you. Always fun. Yes, again, man, thank you. And I can't wait for the pop-up shop to happen. That's going to be a fun event, even with Corey Feldman there singing and, <laughs> and Ari doing his uh, guitar out there performing well the thing about it is as long as you leave before six you'll be fine with avoiding him okay that's good i'll oh, probably go 5 30 then so yeah uh, yeah he's gonna be getting there a little later than we thought so <laughs> this is one of the strangest promotions i've ever heard <laughs> if you have to come to our show make sure you come before leave before six it's so it's so weird <laughs> but I mean, oh pretty much if you know what you know then you know you know what I mean? like the thing is is that if i'm gonna go to that and i'm gonna see feldman i got to get in touch with clay one of our one of our friends to give me one of those moonwalker club shirts so i could wear up there for, uh, oh, wow. for Feldman. <laughs> yeah, just, one as Donatello. Just, yeah, just, just as Donatello. Just, hey, just as Donatello. Just as Donatello. Hey, Paisan. Are you okay, Corey? Oh, my God. 
Oh, man. So if you made it this far, give yourself a pat on the back. Thank you for listening and enjoying this great episode. And until next time, I'm Aaron. I'm Chris and hashtag push, push ponchos. Push Not ponchos? push ponchos. Push, yeah, I mean, I whatever. Ponchos. You no, know, you're, you're you, keep, you keep what? 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 Yeah, it's, uh, fuck ponchos.